I know when that hotline ring. That can only mean one thing. Yep. Y'all called us on the Homegirl Hotline and we are answering today. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany, the joke-cracking, detail-oriented friend who is always down the road when you need her. For the legal stuff, though, not the illegal stuff. And I'm Germany, the loyal friend who keeps you laughing. I'm a ray of sunshine, and you can always find me on the dance floor. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, my boo-boo babies. Yes. It's a good day to be alive. It is. It feels so good to be alive. What song is that? Beyonce. Which one? One of those, like, um, the 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 song she did for King Richard. Oh no 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 yeah 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 I know the one you're talking about. You know when she was on the tennis court. Yeah, that's yeah. I wasn't a fan favorite of that one. Oh, okay, but well, that one. It's still a good day. Yes, it is a good day. It's still a good day. I'm happy to be here with you. Me and with y'all. Yeah yeah you. Okay good. <laughs> I'm glad. Yes you. I'm happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you feeling today? Excited. Oh, she's excited. Why are you excited? I'm feeling excited because it is finally time for us to, well, it's not time for us to go on our retreat, but it's our time to get into retreat mode. Right, right. You know? To unleash the dragon. Unleash the dragon. The dragon has been unreleased. And I'm just really Released. Yeah, released. Sorry. (laughs) The dragon has been released. And I'm just really excited about where we're going and just doing this again. Cause mm-hmm. now I feel like, you know, we've done it before retreat leaders. We've done it before. And I've seen like what it, what it can be. Mm-hmm. And I've seen how we can imp- improve and like the energy we exchange. So I'm excited about it all. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I am as well. I'm really ready to get our, get out there into Belize. I'm ready to get to Belize already. It is. And you With know, girls. it wasn't a place that was on my list before. But once we started like thinking about the different locations mm-hmm. to go to and this was presented, I'm like, I, I, beautiful I, option. Beautiful option. Beautiful option. Caribbean vibes. Beautiful option. So by now, black and brown, you people. already know that the dates have been released and where we're going. Um, Thatch Key Belize, May 3rd through the 7th. Yes. For our Unlocking Sisterhood um, retreat. Uh, and yeah, the spots are limited, but we are going to have such a good time. We're going to have such a good time in a beautiful setting. It's giving overwater bungalows, mm. like a Maldives vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's giving very much that. It's giving good meals. I hear the food is phenomenal. Yeah, it's giving great activities, a lot of cultural events that we have planned for yes. the girls. Um like you mentioned, it's really nice to take in all of the feedback that you guys gave, especially our girls who were, you know, was with us last year. Yeah. And um, take that information and apply it. So we feel even more equipped and prepared to um, host our girls. Yes. You know? 
And it also made us feel good that so many of our our girlfriends, homegirls were like, I cannot miss the next retreat. Exactly. I cannot miss the next retreat. So here you are. This is your opportunity to, to not, not miss, miss it. it. We want to see y'all there. I'm already feeling like we're going to have the family reunion vibes. I'm excited. Yeah. My mom was like, I got to see if I'm like, listen, listen. This is not, I, I didn't even tell my mama. I'm like, not this year. Girl. Well, my mom follows the Instagram. Do Cece? She does. Oh, she does. She don't keep a finger on the pulse. She might. I don't know. But I haven't like had a separate sidebar conversation with her just because the spots are so limited. I want to give. The community. Yeah. I want there to be ample amount of space for the community. My mom can always join if, you know, we open up a few more spots. But yeah, the primary spots I want for the girls. Yeah. So that's how it's going to be a good time. And we want to see y'all. So the information to sign up is down in the show notes. You just have to pay your deposit. And we're going May 3rd through the 7th. So you have time Mm -hmm. um, to sign up for a payment plan and chip away at it. Yeah, we love it. It's going to be a really good time. So. If it's on your heart, we want to see you there. We have a spot for you, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. By the time y'all see this, hopefully there's a spot or hear this. Right. And reach out to us if you have any questions or you need any reassurance about this being an uh, experience that you feel like you might be called to. Contact at com. There we go. Yeah. So other than that, you're feeling good? I'm feeling great. Good. Another week on road. Period. I wish we were on road. It just popped up in my memory. That um, our live show was today last year. Oh, we were in New York. No, we were here. Oh, I thought that LA. You know, you know, we'll be on tour. Yeah, it, we were in things. LA. Like the memory of us having our little pre-show cocktails. I'm like, oh, we were really in a chill mode to have a pre-show cocktail. You know, yeah. We went to brunch. We went to brunch. Yeah, we were at Manuela because we had a pre-show. We did another cocktail when we got back to where we were. At, we did. This dressed. was our first one. <laughs> this was our first one at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a good time. Hopefully we can have another show soon. We will. But um, yeah. So here we are. We're still in our goodie bag series. August is a longer month. August It has is. five Tuesdays. It is. It is. Is this a three paycheck month for you? I don't know. I, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think I already did that. But um, we're still in our goodie bag. So we're just going with the flow and bringing... Great episodes that we know you'll love that'll meet you where you are. And sometimes we got to take a little chill moment and do something that just feels good. Yes. That's what today is about. It's about answering your questions and giving you advice on scenarios and situations that you know you can come to the homegirls for. You can come to us. Count on us through thick and thin. Yeah. So we have a homegirl hotline. Mm -hmm. It's a phone number. It's down in our show notes. Do you know the phone number by heart by chance? No, it's down in the show notes. You can text us. You can call us. Yeah. Text us, not call. You can text us if you, you have. You can call and leave a voicemail. Yeah, you can leave a voicemail. Um, That's where a lot of the girlies sent their questions and we got them from. Yeah. And just when you text y'all, just send the T. It's the, it, it is the number. The number that's there is the number. You, you don't got to be like, is this the real number? Yeah, it's the number. It's that's the our number. number. It comes to us directly. <laughs> So if you have a question where it's just like, you know what? I want to get some advice. That's the spot to do that. Mm-hmm. And we'll gag about it or talk about it here on the show. Anonymously as well, if that's what you like. We always keep it anonymous. Don't go away. More Black Girl Bravado after this. Hey, bookies, We got something special for you. 
Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories, like the narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all, I think this is the year for me to really tap in and learn a new language. I took French in high school and then I let it go after the requirement was met. But with the European summer loading, I would love to have this language under my belt. And I know just the thing to help me with this. Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the language learning powerhouse that's been transforming lives for the past 30 years. Imagine a language learning journey that not only works, but feels like a seamless part of your vibrant and dynamic world. And listen, this is not just for the language connoisseurs. It's for the bold, brilliant, and beautiful women like us ready to embrace the world of languages. Say hello to effortlessly acquiring Spanish, French, Italian, German. I mean, there's over 25 different languages to choose from. Rosetta Stone immerses you in your chosen language, teaching you to speak, listen, and even think in that language without any translation hiccups. This process is as intuitive as choosing your next hairstyle, girls. Starting with words then phrases, and before you know it, you're crafting sentences like a pro. I love it because it's designed for long-term retention, ensuring that your newfound language skills become second nature. Now let's talk about the real magic for a minute, true accent. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition feature acts like a personal stylist, but for your accent. 
giving you real-time feedback on your pronunciation. No more awkward language faux pas, just pure elegance. And for the woman on the move, whether you're on your desktop or using the app, Rosetta Stone seamlessly fits into your busy life. They have an audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline, meaning you can learn anytime, anywhere. And I have a secret for you. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership at 50% off. Yes, you heard that right. You get unlimited access to all 25 languages for the rest of your beautiful life. This is a deal that I don't think you want to miss. So why wait, sis? Don't put off your language journey any longer. Right now, BGB listeners can snag Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off by visiting rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's your time to shine, Buki, and Rosetta Stone is here to make your language dreams a reality. If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning. Listen, Factor Meals is here to save the day. I mean, imagine this. Delicious, chef-crafted meals delivered right to your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more shopping, no more dishes. Just restaurant quality goodness made with fresh high quality ingredients. I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add-ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved. So you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need from 6 to 18 per week. And... You can even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy. So I can just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor meals. They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right. You heard me. I said 50% off. So go to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50. Do not miss out, sis. So should we get into it? Let's go. Okay. Um, we titled these. Bye, <laughs> little pun. So the first one is called Broke Situationship. I've been talking to this guy for two months now. He told me that we were taking it slow. We haven't been on a date at all. Slept together twice. Yesterday, he asked me to borrow money. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I feel like borrowing money is something that I want to do for my man. Should I let him borrow as a friend? Or will this open doors that I don't want to go through? Side note. I just got out of a three-year relationship that I felt like I financially supported the most. I really just want a sneaky link without all the extra. Mm. 
How are we feeling about this? I feel like this is a lesson that is coming back around to you so that you can elevate learn what you're supposed to learn from it. yes it's a test it's a test you've already had the lesson you were in a three-year stint and a little bit cashing out doing doing more than you should have been and now here's this next opportunity for you to really show the universe and show yourself what you don't want what you are not interested in in a relationship and you don't have to put yourself in a financial situation to support a person if you don't want to and yeah it's a hard no for me two months in and you asking me for money we are not aligned i feel you on that and also it's like you we haven't gone in one date <coughs> he ain't got no money for it we haven't went on a date it's a situation there's no commitment yeah like i personally wouldn't feel comfortable requesting money from someone at this point mm-hmm. and i would be taken aback if money was requested from me yeah at this point like and you i know, can't give you money as a friend yeah and then, okay and so then giving the money the money as a friend i think that that would open up the floodgates if you have already Assess that there's some financial instability here and I don't know what the cause is or the the reason. But if you've already sensed that and you've made yourself uh, an option for financial relief. That's the word. He gonna keep beating those walls down. (laughs) You know (laughs) what I mean? Both ways, literally and figuratively, okay? (laughs) He's gonna keep beating those walls down, possibly, for you to provide. This is a red flag for me. It's early on where you can see, I don't want this. You don't have to deal with it. It's a no, not let's get past trying to make stuff a fit and trying to force things to work. No, I agree. This is not the sneaky link situation that you want. Don't accept it. And I'm not even saying it has to be more than that. It's like, if you know that you just want to link up with somebody, do what y'all do and it's Without we, financial obligation. And we're done. It's early enough in for you to be like, this, this is, is actually not. What not I wanted. This isn't this isn't it. I wasn't even looking for a friend who needs to borrow money from me. Oh right. No. I was you're right. You're right about that. I was not you're looking right. for that. You're right. It's you're a right. no. I'll be like, ooh, it was the two times we had were great, but now I'm out. And this is the time. And to I get don't out. feel don't feel bad about it. Just get on. This is the time to get out. And you can be completely honest. I just feel like you need more than what I can offer. I'm not looking for that. Do what these niggas do. And I, I'm not looking for that right I now. Know, and I know. And I saw something and I feel this way saying that black women need to get more comfortable vocalizing directly. You're not able to provide what I'm looking for right now. Right. You know, this if is it's just not, dick with no attachments. Yeah. If it's just dick with no attachments, if it's a man that I can sneaky link with and also be going, go out on dates. Right. You're not able to provide it, and that's okay, you know? No knock on you, but we're just not a fit. We have to get comfortable saying it because yeah. men will. They men will. will. They will be like, nah. She asking me for money. It's not a vibe. They might not even say anything. They might just do the ghost, and they won't lose an ounce of sleep about it. But for some reason, us as women feel like, you know, we have to adapt and show improve, and then we end up fucked. We end up up the short- Creek without a paddle. With the short end of the stick. On the and I agree. If you just wanted a little sneaky link, that was some frills and thrills. And now it's being presented as it may be more. Run. Please put your track shoes Run. on, girl. Run. Because no. Run. No. It could turn into a lot. And and, and if he's already asking you money at two, for, at two months, 
who else is in his corner? And he's told y'all that that y'all were going to be taking it slow, but you're trying to speed it up. I feel like this is a speed up. Like he said, we're going to be taking it slow, but you're asking me for money. In my eyes, that's a speed up. I thought we were taking it slow. Let's, you're speeding it up. Let's stop it. <laughs> Shit, let's put the brakes on. Yeah. Let's put the brakes on. So, yeah, sorry, girl. It's a no. It's a hard no for us. That's what we would recommend. Get out. Yeah, it's, it's a no for me as well. Sorry. Wanted a sneaky link, not a brokey link. Listen, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> okay, girly. So this is called, or we've titled it, Competitive Friend. Our homegirl writes, hey, ladies, I love you all so much and have been listening for years. I wanted your opinion on the copycat or competitive friend. I met my roommate slash longtime bestie my freshman year in undergrad. We were roommates all throughout college and super close. However, relatively soon into our friendship, I noticed she would try to get close to many people I brought around, which makes sense considering we were freshmen. But it got to the point where I would make friends through campus involvement and she would immediately befriend them if they came over, even isolating me and leaving me out of plans with said friends. Some of these same people are now her close friends as well. It didn't stop at just friends, though. She changed her major to my same major our junior year. Even now in our mid-20s, she's gotten a car similar to mine, same hairstyles as I get now and have been for years. And now she's planning on moving to the city me and my BF have talked about moving to for years with her man, a city she has not expressed interest in until recently and following my disclosure of my future move to this city. While I do recognize some of this may be coincidences, this is now eight years of this behavior. I mentioned my frustrations during undergrad once about the friend situation and haven't really brought anything up since. She ended up crying during the talk, but seemed to acknowledge my concerns. I haven't brought it back up, however, mainly because during our undergraduate years, her father was dying from terminal illness. Mm -hmm. Now that some of these behaviors still continue, it's bothersome and I know... I don't know how to go about it. I love her so much and I also don't want to feel in constant competition or feel I need to withhold my plans and wants because I feel as though she will do them shortly after. I feel myself being resentful and closed off from her and I hate this feeling. How do I handle this appropriately? Mm. This sucks. I feel like a lot of the stuff that she's tripping off is not really a big deal to me personally. Like, saying you want to go to the same city and like befriending some of the people seems normal to me like if I introduce you to someone and I feel like they're a good person that's why I'm introducing them to you or to the friend group it wouldn't make me feel I don't personalize that Mm -hmm. it wouldn't make me feel some kind of way if you became friends with them as well that would make me feel good like okay Mm -hmm. I understand maybe the isolation part like okay don't isolate me but that wouldn't make me feel any kind of way also, the move into a city that if I'm talking with my homegirl and I'm telling them about the perks about moving to this new city with my man, I wouldn't feel like you were biting me because you said, oh, I want to I might move there, too. Like that wouldn't bother me. I, I've never really been a person who really trips off of that. Um, and even like maybe dressing the same, like as long as we're not wearing the same thing on the same day, I don't care. Mm-hmm. So for this Honestly, for me, I feel like the person may be overreacting mm. Mm. a little bit. Um, I think what the root of this is that it seems like her friend isn't taking initiative to, and I, I don't know the depth of it, but like not taking initiative to do her own thing. Because she mentioned like she met these people through her involvement on the campus, like 
doing whatever clubs and shit. And it's like, I'm out here meeting new people. And maybe that's what she wants from her friend. Like you meet some new people and maybe it's one-sided, you know, like you're, you're constantly taking from me and being inspired by me, but I don't get to be inspired by you or you're not pouring into the relationship. And again, we don't know really the, the nuance of the right, friendship, right? but that's kind of what I would think this is coming from because if you're driving a similar car now, huh, the hairstyles and all that, I can see how that can get a little annoying. Like, damn girl, get your own fucking style because I'm over here with my own fucking style. But possibly, possibly. But then if it's like in a world where like when the knotless braids are hot, we're all getting knotless braids. Unless unless it's a style where it's really like, you know, I really came up with this myself and it's really like super unique to me. And then you copied it. I could kind of that that could be understandable. I know. But if it's a little basic a style. <laughs> huh? When is that ever a point? I mean, when does that ever happen? Some people really do get creative. You know, okay. the more creative okay. girlies okay. like Skylar Marche. Her hairstyles oh, look yeah. really unique yeah, yeah, to yeah, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? She if has you the went, art. Yeah, Art like if hair. you went, if if I had my hair like that and my friend went and got the same exact style, that would kind of be like, okay, girl, now you know. But if it's like one of the styles where they're trendy, where like we're yeah. all getting the boho braids yeah, or yeah, yeah. knotless braids, or, you know, or something like that. like that, and you happen to get them as well, I wouldn't be like, damn. Yeah, I know? wouldn't feel a way about that either. I wouldn't feel a way about the, that either. I think like, like you mentioned, like dressing the same and like not wearing the shit on the same day. That can get tricky, especially when we all shopping at motherfucking Zara. Yeah. <laughs> it's I like, mean, you okay. know, it's like then then it will be a console. Like, girl, what you wearing today? Right. I right. wouldn't mind having that talk because I don't want to look the same. Like, I don't want to be showing up as twins. Yeah. I feel you. I yeah. don't want to be I twins. That part. I don't want to be looking like we coordinated our looks. I hate that. But I feel like I could communicate with my friends that like, girl, are you wearing your... You know, what What's what you tossing on? You know, what's the look? What's the vibe for and today? And similar car? Does this mean like the same car as you, just a different color? Because luxury vehicle could be similar. Like we both drive a, you know, but is it like she went out of the same brand, different model? I'm feeling like she's, I don't know. It, the way she's talking, it seems like it must be the exact same car, make, model, color. Now that's annoying. You don't got to go out there. I, I am a person who is... Like I hold my individuality very near and dear to my heart. So I too don't want to be in the same car. I don't want to be looking the same, having the same hairstyle and doing all of that same shit. I get it. But some of this, I, I think we just need to know the depth and what, what, which is happening to really understand. Is it truly a copycat or is it just like y'all like similar shit? Yeah. You know, like sometimes that just happens. Like we just happen to be on the same way. We might like some shit that's more closely yeah, especially if you're friends, you yeah. know, it's like the more t often than not, there's going to be similar interests. Like, you know, we we like some of the same things. Yeah. So the major and that's another thing, girl, was the major. Was she in some hard shit? And then she seen you. Girl, you said you seem like you're flying <laughs> through the courses with psychology. Exactly. Let me switch my shit to psychology. Yeah. Because I want to complete my shit quickly, too. You know, I mean, what you can do is talk to her about it. And she said she did, and she cried tears before. That was just the friends, though. But bring up all of your concerns. Yeah. Hey, I feel like I don't want to reserve and be, like, super standoffish and have a block up or a wall up with you. This is how I feel. These are the things that I've noticed. Now, you give me your perspective. Are these just coincidences, or are you extremely inspired by me? Right. Inspired to the point where you're doing everything that I'm doing. Are you inspired, or are you copying? Right. 
Because the dream city, where's the city? Is it Atlanta? Is it Houston? If it's one of the if it's Houston, Atlanta, Vegas that people are moving to, we gonna take that off. Yeah. If it's one of those, then girl, everybody moving there. Right. Because with the city, I could really see that being a thing. Like if you told me that you and your man were moving somewhere, and it seemed like somewhere that has some good perks. Yeah. Don't be surprised if I'm coming too. If I'm your neighbor, which could be cute. I think I would be like, yes, my friend is coming. I'm going to have somebody there. I don't got to start over with like no I community. I would be like too. I would be so excited. And but, you know. and I understand this is a dynamic in some friendships, like the competitive vibes. Yeah. I've never had that, thankfully. I've never felt like I was in competition with a friend. Yeah. I've had those moments where I do feel like, okay, girl, everything I'm doing, you doing. Mm. I've had those moments. And if it's... To the point where you feel like a person is taking, taking, taking from you, even if it's coming down to your identity and they're not giving anything or you're not feeling like you can withdraw from the friendship or the relationship as well, then maybe it is time to step back. Yeah. You know, or be more selective with what you share. You can do that. You can do that and still maintain the integrity of the friendship. Like, yo, honestly, I just got to keep some things to myself. Yeah. You know, move like the G and lasagna. Yeah. Talk to your man. Or possibly take a look at yourself. That too. Maybe the shit is not as unique as you think it is. You know, maybe it's not that out the box. Honestly, sometimes we like to think we're so different. And honestly, we're just not. Yeah. So. Okay. And that's that on that. Yeah. Next one. Money problems. Mm. Now, this has become a theme. Money moves. This has become a theme for the girls. Hey, ladies. Why is it me? So, hey, ladies, for a future podcast or advice in general, could you talk about how to date someone that isn't financially stable? Mm. I have an ex I recently rekindled with that isn't very financially stable. His mom and him, he's 22, got a house, and she makes him pay half the mortgage. Because of this, he struggles with money very badly as his mom also asks him to cover other bills that she can't at the last minute. This has greatly affected our relationship as we never really go on dates and just sit in the house all the time. I can tell he really loves me, but I'm trying to work things out with him. However, it's annoying that I can't do things with him, so I do stuff by myself or I pay for myself. This situation doesn't help that I'm already a more independent woman, so I can be ma- woman, so I can be masculine at times. I never wait for someone to do things for me, such as helping, opening doors, or paying for meals. It's very hard for me to be submissive and feminine to a man that can't provide much for me. And I feel bad for moving on from him only because of his financial situation. And I know he really needs someone there for him, but it's affecting me and holding me back from things I want to experience in life. I see my friends traveling and I have to worry about money when they're with their man. And I wish I had that. When he comes over, I feel obligated to have to cook or get him food, which feels like I have a child. His mom also doesn't like me, so I have no relationship with his family, nor do I want one. He knows his mom brings him da- brings him down, but he won't stand up to her. Now, did I cut off a piece of this? I think it just ended there. She mm-hmm. basically wants to know, like, yeah, yeah, how she she needs some device, some advice. Yeah, so I think younger me would have stuck it through with this person and just dealt with whatever the situation was, this situation was. Older me at 35, knowing that younger me does not have to struggle and deal with that, would say, go ahead and count your losses. 
count your losses and move on from it. And this is the thing is when you have older sisters who've been through some shit, girl, you can make a smarter, more informed decision and not take the L's that we've taken and make the mistakes that we've made. I would say it's really important right now for you to get clear on your core desired feelings. Is it financial stability in a relationship? Is it a man who can take you out on dates? Is it somebody whose family you get along with? What is it that you want out of a relationship? And now is the point or the time where you can start actively working towards those things. The age and all of that shit don't even fucking matter. I mean, I would say to a point, it, it kind of does matter. I totally agree with you. As a 35-year-old who has been in this situation before, this is not a situation that would work for me. It didn't work for me. But I was older than you. At 22, I feel like a man is not going to be hella financially stable because 22 is young. I don't, I don't want I didn't to feel- trick. No, he does not need to trick. I'm not saying even to trick. I'm saying that he's not going to be able to like, you know, go probably go on trips and stuff like that wouldn't be the expectation. Right. But like you said, you don't have to struggle if you don't want to. And you're not struggling. That's she struggled. But when you're together, that's the thing. You cannot be struggling. But who you partner with is very important because you can go from not struggling to struggling. And that's my point. You are not struggling. <laughs> You don't have to insert yourself into his problems and start struggling. <clears throat> and then this creates a bigger conversation because I don't know if you've peeped this. Um, it's it's partially common sense, but this is a conversation that's been had frequently lately about splitting. women. No, 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 mm. not the splitting, mm. but women placing a lower priority are not prioritizing enough a man's character and how he treats you. Because we're thinking about if he has the capability to provide. What are your thoughts on that? I think that all of it holds equal um, value and weight in my book. I'm not looking at your money first. I'm not looking at your integrity. I'm looking at all of that shit the same. Because if you are integral and you're a good person with a great heart and you open up doors, but you dirt poor, you ain't got no money to contribute. And I'm not even somebody who needs they man to trick off on them. But if you can't take care of yourself first and then partner with me so that we can advance and get far further, then it's a no. That's been my that's that's my stance. It's that a I no. take. That's the stance that I take as well, because I saw a woman actually who was giving pick me vibes, who was like, we have ladies, we have to stop. We no. have she was, she was like, ladies, we have to stop. It's all this talk <laughs> about what a man can do for you. But you guys aren't looking about how he cares for you and shows up for you and emotionally supports you. I feel like black women have been doing that for a long and time. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's we have we do. done that. We've placed it on the back burner. I've placed it on the back burner. And let me tell you something. I can't uh, I can't rest. Stability is one of my core yeah. values. It's in my chart, baby. It's on my human design. Everywhere I look and the way that I feel, I work very hard for mm. my stability. Like, that is something that I value. Yeah. And if I feel like I'm entering a relationship where that's threatened, it's going to be a no for me. I got to exit. It's going to be a no for me because that's something that I can't shake. I do want you to be have integrity. I do want you to treat me well. And I also want you to help us be stable. I am not looking for somebody to trick off on me. Will I take it? Yes. But that's I'm not leading with that. Like, I'm not leading with, you got to have this, you got to have that. I'm okay with contributing. I'm yeah. okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So I feel like let's not try to flip the story 
to where it's like women are gold diggers and we're only focused on money. There are some women who are like that, but there's also some women who aren't and who just want you to be able to show up. That's show up with your pocketbook. Yes. Show up with your pocketbook and be able to take care of yourself. I don't want to stay where I'm at. That's no. a part of partnership. We're partnering. So like, like you said, we can elevate and get further. Yeah. And at 22, I was in a very serious relationship starting at 23. Don't put that weight on yourself. Girl. I don't know if she's 22 as well, but if you are, I would say live. Live your life. I don't like the narrative of the the struggle love. I don't no, like I don't the narrative. Either. I don't like the struggle love narrative. And I really wish that us black women would free ourselves from the shackles of feeling obligated to struggle. Now, if I'm in a relationship with someone, a solid relationship, and he falls on hard times after already proving to me that he can be financially stable, mm-hmm. and, you know, he hit a rough patch, that's different. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. But if we're starting off like this, no. There's no, like, major commitment here or anything. No, yeah. And they, they were exes who recently rekindled. So I don't know what the reason the relationship fizzled out from the beginning, but maybe you should leave it where you found it. Leave it where you found it. It's a no. It's a no. And and the challenging part is that we do put so much pressure on ourselves to be the source of relief, the refuge, the shelter, the soft place to land. Like, girl, don't put the burden on yourself to not leave because you're not thinking that he's because you're thinking that he's not going to have those things. He will find them in someplace else or somebody else. It don't have to be you. It does not because I stayed with a nigga many, many years. In a situation where I was like, it could be better. It's not terrible, but I'm not getting all the things that I want. Thinking that he's not going to have, he's going to lack, he needs me. I am the only, I am not the only. And it, and then like while you're, I don't know about for you, but while you're in it, it can create resentment too. Because you're, you're showing up for this person being what they need. Like, you know, they're getting what they need from you. Their peace. But you're not getting what you need from them. And that creates resentment. She already says she feels resentful. She feels resentful because she's having to do the things that she wants to do on her own. And I've been there before and it does not feel good. Like, what am I partner with you for? Yeah, that's the You worst. know what I'm saying? Like, I want to do these things with you because I don't want to completely neglect myself from doing the things that I find enjoyment in. I I'm out here operating it. as a single woman. Yeah. With partner women responsibilities. Yeah. I know. It does not feel good. I say as a young ting, live your life, spread your wings, do your thing. This feels like a weight. Do you think, do you believe in that, like, a, a good woman can help? <laughs> what the fuck? A good woman, when a man is partnered with a good woman, he she can help elevate him. I believe in elevation, but you already have to be at a point where... You can hold your own. You already got to be on the elevator. You got to be on the elevator. I can't be going out searching for you, pulling you off the street, putting you on the elevator. Then we rising up. No. How about the doors open and I entered? You were already heading somewhere and now we're going up higher. Hey. Why can't it be that? I like that. I want to come onto your elevator. I want to enter in on your floor. Right. Exactly. I want to come in at where you at. God, I want to just walk. Baby, I'm waiting to walk into an elevator. That's it. And that's the thing. Like, again, the pressure and this weight and this responsibility for the woman to elevate, the woman to bring you to a place that you wouldn't have been able to go if you weren't with me. No, I want you to always recognize that, nigga, your life is better because of me. But you could do it on your own. I could do it on my own. I really want you to be self-sustained. 
please, yeah. please, please. And we come together and we make things a great fit. Yeah. <sighs> and to put a bow on that one, the mother needs to do better as well. <laughs> the mother. The mother's, the, his mother needs to do better. Because she's asking him to step in? Because she don't have it. I know. I know. And that's that's a, a, a um, very sticky, slippery slope is what they would say. Yeah. And that's something else to take into consideration. Like that dynamic, you know. Hey, and that's for him to figure out. It is. Get up out of there. Go roommate with somebody and leave your mama's house. If that makes the most sense. I don't know, girl. Right. We talking about you, though. We are. You don't got to deal with him. We're going to let him figure it out. <sighs> Stay right there. We got more BGB coming right up. Okay, chickadees. Last on our list is left out. That's what we titled it. Yes. <laughs> So my best friend of almost 20 years judged me hard. Mm -hmm. There was a time I was going through a depression and she was one of the only people who knew I wasn't feeling like myself. Backstory, I'm not one to dump my feelings on people because I don't want to feel like a victim. During this time, I attended her birthday, even though deep down I shouldn't have went because I wasn't right mentally. But I wanted to celebrate her and go, go be around good energy. I ended up acting out in a way, wanting to go home, and she felt as though I was causing a scene. Mm -hmm. I ended up not leaving, and we hashed it out. She's been super supportive through my growth and self-healing. Fast forward to the following year, we both got pregnant at the same time. There were a few weird situations that happened during that time as well. But I let it slide and continued on with the friendship, showing up the best way I knew how, supporting her and everything. Then this past year, she celebrated her birthday out of the country and didn't invite me, but invited all her other friends. Mm. She didn't tell me until the day before she was leaving. Once she got back, I told her I felt away and asked why I was not invited. She told me because of the incident that happened two years ago when I was depressed and made her feel away. And she didn't want to make anyone on the trip uncomfortable. She continued to feed me BS and had an extremely hard time taking accountability. Towards the end of the conversation, she admitted she was wrong and didn't believe it was a big deal. But to me, it was much deeper than that. Am I being dra dramatic for keeping her at a distance? We still text updates about our children, but that's literally it. It's been like this for the past couple of months. Mm. Is she being dramatic? <sighs> for giving the friend the stiff arm. This is layered. It is. It's layered. It's layered. It is. Because... I don't think there's like a right or wrong here. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I can see the friend having like separate friend groups. Like maybe like she's gang gang with the best friend. But when it comes to the other groups of girls, because of the previous interaction, she doesn't want to like mix and mingle. Yeah. It could be like, I forgave you. And I understand because you're my best friend and we have a different dynamic. But the people who the other people who I'm friends with, they're not there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Maybe for this group, you know, I want them to come on the trip. And because there's not synergy, mm -hmm. you're not invited. Yeah. Now, I think she could have, like, been come forward and express yeah. that. I know that's hard to More do. That could be hard to sure. do. But she could have, like, explained that. And I don't know if maybe she would have received that better. Like, you know, like, let's celebrate. You and I celebrate my birthday a different way. Um, and I'm going to go on the trip with these people. Mm -hmm. Maybe that would have been a little better. Yeah, because I can understand not doing and not that you are, 
<laughs> but doing those sympathy invites or like petty, not petty, but yeah, it's just be sympathy. Like I'm inviting you because you're my best friend. If really the group doesn't vibe and it doesn't gel, it's not cohesive, then perhaps it was better for you not to be there. And it could have been disclosed in a better way. And your friend could have been more forthcoming and just let you know, hey, girl, this is not that. Yeah. Um, you know, because we'll when do our thing separately. But it's better for me if these me and these girls go on the trip. Because when it comes to going out of the country or a, a trip in general, girl, um, you got to be you choosy. have to be very selective. Yeah. You have to be very selective with the group and the energy yeah. and the dynamic. Because the traveling already puts a lot on a friendship. Mm -hmm. So you got to be real choosy with that, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. I haven't traveled with a lot of homegirls, but I have had my stints. And that's why I don't. And it's a recipe. <laughs> it's truly a recipe, mm -hmm. you know? So your friend may have been trying to protect you. Again, we don't know both sides, but she may have been trying to protect you from excluding you from this trip. You know, knowing the information that she knows, yeah, it could have been like a this not the trip for her, right? And this has happened to me before with a friend group. We, um, some of us went on a trip and we didn't extend an invite to the other homegirl, and we had a reason for it. Mm. We were like, I forgot what the reason was. It was so many years ago. I think either we just knew that our, I think it was like an energy, energy thing. thing. Yeah, we knew that together our energy would be seamless. You know, the trip would go off without a hitch as much as we could control and having that additional person would shift the energy and that in a way is, that we didn't feel like. And that really happens that when you're traveling abroad away, staying in close quarters for an extended period of time, you do need everybody to be on the same page. We don't want no nasty attitudes. We want flexibility. We don't want, we want difficultness. Who, yeah. Who can go with the flow. And again, we're not stating that you have yeah. those things going on. We're just speaking into the, general principle of like when you're traveling with people you want to have a good time you do and I've I've also been in the position where it's like I know a certain energy or a certain person may not mesh well with the overall group but I know when me and you are together it's a vibe yeah you know like yeah. when we on our own I'm not tripping off of nothing I'm accepting accepting of everything you come with and we gonna have a good time and that sometimes and I don't feel like managing other people's and sometimes it's easier that way right it's like what I can deal with my tolerance for you is different from other people's tolerance for you. Yeah. I can manage all of whatever you come with other people. Uh, maybe not so much. Yeah. Maybe not so much, you know, and that's and it. Also, it's fair because people have groups that they travel with. People who have groups that they brunch with. People have groups that they go to church with or that they gang with around, you know, accountability and challenges and working out all types of things. And maybe she's just found her travel group or yeah. these are her travel group girlies and you're just not one of them right so i don't think you're being dramatic i don't think that she's wrong either yeah it just could have been more communication between the two of you so everybody felt heard and seen and understood and there wasn't like room for anyone to make an assumption i agree i think this is an opportunity to have a conversation about it you know mm -hmm. to have a real conversation and maybe even express to her, like, you know, my feelings are really hurt. Something to where everybody can just show up for each other differently. Yeah. And figure out how y'all can move forward. And and I'm going to say something else because I was thinking about how I would feel if this happened to me. Um, I think something to consider is to 
really gauge how deeply you guys are in friendship or in relationship now. Although it might be your best friend, have things changed so much so that you're not her go-to person when it comes to certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, like taking inventory of where the relationship currently stands and measuring the expectations up to like where you guys are here now. I agree because I have two best friends and there's stuff that I don't even ask Kayla if she wants to do. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I'm already like, that's yeah. not her thing. Yeah, same. You know, mm-hmm. like this is not her thing. And it's not that she's any less of my friend. It's just that I know it's not her thing or... It's just not the environment for her. Right. And it's no shade. It's just knowing. Yeah. You know? I feel the same way. There are certain things I I don't mention to Adrian or I don't extend an invitation. And it's not because I'm being shady or mean or I'm being exclusive of her being a part of the group. It's just like, I know this is not her vibe. I know this is not her jam. I guess it just feels different if it is your jam. Like, hey, I actually did. I want to travel. <laughs> that actually is my jam going to Jamaica or wherever they went. I want to um, travel. That's my jam. I want to travel. And then that's when you just have a friendcation with y'all too. Like, girl, yeah. let's travel somewhere. I do want to travel. It don't have to be with the main group. But you and I, let's go somewhere. And don't take it personally. Whatever it is that she says. Well, she's already said what she said. She didn't want to make the other girls feel uncomfortable. And that's valid for her birthday trip. It is. It's valid. I need everybody on one accord. Listen, I do, especially on my birthday. Listen. I want it to be easy. Very much so. Stay your ass at home. (laughs) So hopefully that helps. Mm -hmm. Again, if y'all have any other questions that you would like our advice on, send them in. Somebody asked for advice on dating in an interracial relationship. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts? This is a, a what what are we bonus? Doing? A bonus. <laughs> um, if you are dating in an interracial relationship or open to dating somebody who's not of the same race as you, I say be your full self. Mm. Show up completely as who you are and allow the person to experience you and your culture and let them you guys can both see, right? Is this something that you want to do? Can you accept the person completely in their entirety? Like me personally, my partner's Colombian. I'm black as fuck, y'all already know the vibes. And at no point did I not show up as my authentic self. You know, I curse. I talk the same way. I say nigga. If I want to say nigga, he can't. Right. But he knows that I say it. And I, so we talk that way around my family. It's an fam- exclusive word. Right. And we speak that way around my household or in my household and with my family. And he understands the vibe. And I feel like being in this relationship, I didn't have to like, oh, like code switch or tiptoe around or not say this because he can't. And I'm no. And the same way for him, you know, when I went and experienced his culture, like I had to completely immerse myself in it. I don't feel bad when they want to speak Spanish. You know, I'm like, go ahead say what you say. And I'll be like, mm-hmm, see. Right. Let me pick up. Let me pick up on it. I pick up a little bit. Have you ever felt dated someone outside of your race and felt uncomfortable? Of course. Yes. And that's when I knew the relationship was not for me. Oh, girl, what happened? You know. (gasps) I was like, bruh. The family made you feel that way? It wasn't that the family. So his his family did not want him to be with like a black girl. And somebody who was not. I knew it. it. I knew I felt it because they would have family events all the time and I would not be invited to come over and be amongst like. Was it because of that or? I think it probably was a little bit of combo because he ended up being with somebody who was a part of his race, his culture, his ethnicity. One of the same. And I'm like, that makes sense for them because it makes sense for him to be with somebody who's a part of his culture because his family was not accepting anything other than that. 
I feel like you have to have an open mind. The people around you have to also be open to embrace. Yeah, you. I agree. It has to go both ways. You know, when I dress his mom comes over, she brings like Colombian food. She and my does. my family's like, oh, hey, Martha, bring it in, you know. Yeah. And we all socialize. It's like being accepting of one another. And I think it's also realizing that like we are not going to change each other. I don't want you to be black. You don't want me to be something that I'm not like. Just be who the fuck you are. I agree. I mean, I've never dated outside of my race before, but if I did, I definitely wouldn't want to feel oppressed yeah. in my romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. And if I felt any form of being oppressed, hell no, because you know how it feels when you're at work. Like yeah. if I felt like it was any inkling of that. I don't want to be oppressed and I also don't want to be fetishized. Ooh. And you know, some people do do the fetishization. Don't fetishize me. Like I got this beautiful black Girl, my like, don't 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 do that, and don't feel like you know. I think that black. I even said this to Andres. I was like, because I noticed that a lot of his friends are in interracial relationships, and sometimes the girls be black. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, black women are so magical. That's just how I feel, and I really feel that anybody who has the opportunity to experience us are having a very special experience. Black, white, in, other, and different. You're having a real special experience <laughs> dealing with a black woman. Uh-huh. I just have us so high on a pedestal, and I'm like, you guys are really lucky. To be in this world, to, to this capacity, to be able to interact with me and engage with me like this, you're really blessed. Mm-hmm. You're blessed, brother. Listen. It's how I feel. It's how I feel. Mm-hmm. So be yourself. Be yourself and allow them to be themselves. And there's a lot of beauty in understanding or learning about somebody else's culture. Yeah, my leak, um, my leak Teal, she's in an interracial relationship. And she said that before she was in an inter- interracial relationship, she had all these thoughts and feelings about about them. She mm-hmm. felt some kind of way. And she said when she entered one herself, she realized that she was like just so wrong about it. Yeah. She was just so wrong. So, And I, I could even understand how her experience is different from mine because she's with a white man. Right. A Caucasian man. My partner is still a POC. Yeah. So I think even that experience is different, right? So I think whatever the experience is, you're going to have a very unique one. Unique? Unique (laughs) is going to be unique to, you know, you and What y'all got going on. Yeah. You guys' race, ethnicity, culture, it's going to be different. I've never even been approached by a other. Other. (laughs) I haven't. Really? Actually, I have. I went on a date. Recently? No, I'm about to say turn this shit. No, no, no. I went on a date with um, he was Hispanic. I forgot like what his actual nationality was, but he worked at my job, not my actual actual job, but he worked in the like parking office of my job. And like, I remember this. Yeah, he asked me out on a date, and I'm like, okay, this is new. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We went. It wasn't a vibe, but I have went on. Are you open to? I'm open. Okay. I am opening. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Might opening. Well. Some I don't want to place a limit on love. There. I don't want to place a limit on love. Yeah. You know, if it shows up as a different race, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Period. Let love in. No matter how it shows up. Listen, but I'm black, black. Same. You know, I'm black, black. So there has to be something. Yeah. You they know, got, there has had to be at least a little cultured. Something. Like, I don't want you asking me about the bonnet. Yeah, like you, you have to. Me. I think you do. I know that you need to be cultured because it's just something. Yeah, there has to be some like baseline knowledge of what the fuck is going I on. I don't want to be the first and only black person in your life. 
Yeah, no. Black, black person at that. No, yeah. So, y'all, this has been fun. This is cute. You can always send your comments, questions, your concerns, your suggestions, your advice to the Homegirl Hotline phone number. Again, you could text us. You could call us. You can even email us if you want. Contact at the Black Girl Bravado. Slide in our DMs. We are always here for you. We are. This was fun. And we will see y'all next week. Final goodie back. Okay. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye.